Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are locked on 76ers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia 76ers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Got my man, Mike Silski, with me today. I want to say happy Thursday to you guys. Today, you know, Mike brings, man, a, a welcome. Charm and good looks. Charm and, and, <laughs> and bad looks. But, but, not, but other than that, I mean, he brings a wealth of knowledge. And today I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about, I want to talk about um, Rashawn Holmes. And I also want to talk about Hollis Thompson. Hollis Thompson was released yesterday. Um, let's, let's start off talking about him. Okay. You know, Hollis is a guy who, you know, was a fringe player. He came here 2013-14 uh, year. He was undrafted. You know, he was basically the last person to make the team. Yeah. Um, you know, he wasn't a flashy guy. Um, you know, he was – some people could argue if he didn't make the Sixers team that year, he wouldn't be in the NBA. But he, he kind of fulfilled a need for that team over the last three years. What are your thoughts about him getting released? Yeah, you know, I think – He's one of those guys who I would think Sam Hinkie could point to and say, that's why I did what I did. That's mm-hmm. why you take a chance on some of these guys who nobody other team is willing to take a chance on. You might develop a guy like a Hollis Thompson or Robert Covington or a guy we're going to talk about in a couple minutes, Rashawn Holmes. And Thompson, as it turned out, probably had a, little lower, a much lower ceiling than either of those two guys. He's a good spot-up shooter. There isn't much else he can do. He's a good guy in the locker room, you know. But beyond that, he never became, you know, uh, he, he was a very good three-point shooter. He never became a great one. He, you know, his game didn't have a whole lot of diversity to it. But as a guy who you could run out there and be a relatively competent NBA player and who cost you next to nothing, okay, cool. Like, good for them. They found a guy. Hopefully, you know, Hollis finds another job somewhere else. So you basically think... You know, because some people will say, you know, it's, it's weird on Twitter. Like, I liked Hiles. Hiles was a guy, a great guy, a smart guy. Um, I, he could shoot. Um, he had some, you know, he had some good games throughout his career. But when he was released, it was like about time, you know, the fandom. So you don't really have a problem going after, quote, unquote, fringe NBA players, giving them a shot for a couple of years to see if they can make it in this league. Well, I think that's what they were doing at the time, yeah. you know, I mean, Hollis was one of the first guys in. I mean, he was one of the first guys in and the last guy out with mm-hmm. respect to what Sam Hankey was trying to do. I think, you know, the Sixers record notwithstanding, they're in a different stage now. Now you got to find whether guys who can stick mm-hmm. and really be a part of this thing going forward. That's why there's such a hot debate about, um, you know, Ilyasova and whether he's going to be here over the long term. Is it good to have him taking minutes away from a guy like Dario Saric? Um, you know, but for what the Sixers were at that time, and in, in some ways still are, um, and for what they were trying to accomplish, I have no problem with them giving a guy like Thompson, you know, a yeah, shot. And, yeah. and he showed that he could play a little bit, and that's okay. And maybe he'll get, he'll be like the ninth or tenth guy on the bench for a better team. 
cup, you know, kind of guy who can come in cold and hit a few threes and, and help the team out, you know, yeah. win, a, win a playoff game, something like that. But here I think he had kind of maxed out whatever it was he was going to be. You're, you're right, because his, his minutes were – did they decrease, you know, I'm not going to say drastic, so I'm not going to say he was a high-minute guy, but they decreased. He, You know, right now you have a guy like Timothy Lawalo, yeah. who was a first-round pick. Um, a guy who you really want to see what he can do, and right. they play the same position. Exactly. I think the other thing, too, that we have to keep in mind is, you know, you mentioned the reaction on social media about, oh, thank God Hollis is gone. Well, relatively speaking, Hollis has been here a long time. Like, people have seen what he can do. And I think what you just said is, is right on. There's this sense of, like, okay, we know what Hollis can do. And we have Embiid, and we're sorting out the big man's thing. So if, while we're kind of at this stage of in-between total rebuild and ready to pursue playoffs and possible championship, let's see our first-round pick from this year, as opposed to seeing more of a guy who we're familiar with, and even though he's only been here three years, we know what he is, and mm-hmm. we're kind of tired of looking at him. Mm-hmm. And and not to change the subject, or, or but we, we talked about Rashawn Holmes. Mm-hmm. You know, he's an intriguing guy. I mean, oh, yeah. Rashawn Holmes, he can play. I mean, he can play the – he can play the five. He can play the four. Of of all the bigs, I argue, and I'm talking about Okafor, Embiid, um, Jalo Okafor, Joel Embiid, and Earl's Noel, Rashawn Holmes – I argue that he's probably the most versatile. Mm. Now, and, and I know that sounds crazy when you when you think about the things that Embiid can do, but let's face it, Embiid's good, but you can't have Embiid out there guarding like a stress four in the perimeter. Right. You know what I mean? And, and I think that Holmes is athletic enough to do that. However, he finds himself in a bad situation. He's the, he's the most athletic. He comes in and he gives you a lot. But in regards to talent, overall talent level, he's the fourth. Yeah. And that's why he's in the, going out to the D Well, we're going to – I'm going to dive into this in my column today because he's coming back. Um, you know, he's up again from the, from the 87ers. Yeah. Um, and he's going to head back down again apparently because getting over the concussion and they want to get him some minutes. So, I mean, my feeling is at this point I've kind of come around to this feeling about the big men. I want Jaleel Okafor out of here. For the Sixers' sake. Not because I don't think he's a talented player offensively. He is. But I just think it's, it's, it's not a good fit. It, it just is not going to work. I would not be opposed to them either moving on from or staying with Nerlens Noel. I think Nerlens Noel is a better complement to Embiid. And I also think that if Embiid is as good as he seems to be, and by all indications that he is, and he's able to stay healthy, then you could almost move both Okafor and Noel for pennies on the dollar if that creates A, more playing time for Embiid, which it's going to, mm-hmm. and then B, if Holmes really is you know, a viable backup to, to him. He's a solid player. By every indication he's given so far, when he's played, he's played well. He's a better offensive player than Noel. He's a better defensive player than Okafor. Instead of having to, to kind of volley those guys in and out of games – you might be able to answer all your problems by mm-hmm. just playing Embiid more and playing Rashawn Holmes. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, I mean, I agree. I mean, I agree. The, the thing is because, you know, I, I think that Nerlens and, 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 and Okafor, Jalil, you know, they, they, they're both deserving of starter minutes, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of what you feel about them. But when, you know, when you, when you sit back and you think about it, like let's think about 
Shaquille O'Neal when he was with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You know, one year he had Greg Foster, who was an assistant coach here, was his backup. Well, Shaq played the majority of the minutes, and sometimes when Shaq was out, they went to like a junk lineup, so right. to speak, where they had these hybrid power forwards in there, mm-hmm. you know, taking up the bulk of the minutes. So whereas, as you look at it, we're looking at um, uh, Joel Embiid, if he continues on, he's projected to be an all-star. Right. He's projected to be a centerpiece. He's going to be their number one option because mm-hmm. Ben Simmons is going to be more of a facilitator. You want him on the floor. Right. So if you have to bring someone in, it has to be someone who, hey, you know what? You're going to be a rebounder. You you can play well in these five-minute spurts. I just think that Nerlens Noel and, and Jalo Okafor, they're not going to like that spot. Noel mentioned it to us earlier. Lately, he has been a great soldier. Mm-hmm. Okafor hasn't said anything, but let's face it: when you're the third pick and you're the sixth pick, you don't want to play ten minutes again. That's right, and and you know I think that's the complication. You know I think Noel would be ideal as a sixth man, energy guy coming off the bench, the kind of guy. I mean, we saw that standing ovation that the fans gave him after you know it looked like the Sixers were going to bench him and kind of phase him out, and then they bring him back in. He gets a standing ovation. Part of that is because he's perceived to be a good soldier. He was the first guy who, you know, Sam Hankey brought in as part of the process. He's been here, you know, two or three years now. And his style of play is one that lends itself to energizing a team, blocking shots, getting out on the break, grabbing rebounds, helping push the ball up the floor, throwing down a jam on a on an alley oop or a, a rebound, put back. All those sorts of things would make him a fan favorite. If he's willing, if they're able to get him the kind of minutes he would want to get, yeah, yeah. which I'm not sure is going to happen. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, you might be able to put him on the floor with Embiid often enough, but then you know what do you do with Holmes, who I think has the you know can be an asset, and you know people forget he's he's one of their draft picks. You know they got him in the second round in 2015, um, one of those low round draft picks that everybody says, well, why do you, why does Sam Hankey collect all those picks? Well, you collect them so that. You know, out of if you have seven of them in one draft or two drafts, you hit on one, mm-hmm. like a guy like Rashawn Holmes. Yeah, you're exactly right. You, you hit on a guy like Rashawn Holmes, and and you know, not like no fact. Like I think Nerlens, like you said, I agree. I think Nerlens is a huge, great fit for this team. I just think that he wants to go somewhere where he can play. Now, if they didn't have a Rashawn Holmes, and if the Sixers said, "Hey, Noel, we're going to throw." a truckload of money out of you, then he would really have to think long and hard about that. Yeah, and, and because they have a truckload of money to give him. Yeah, they I mean, they're, they're so far yeah. under the cap that yeah, they could do it. They could, but, you know, I, I don't think it worked. And it's funny because, you know, and, and it makes a lot of sense of what they're trying to do now is because, you know, they say they're not tanking, but at the same time, they get their – they paired Noel and Embiid together. Then they then they paired Ja and Embiid together. So it's basically they're trying to say, like, hmm, Let's see if this could work before mm-hmm. we get rid of them. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. Let's just give it every option to see if it works, and it's not. But, um, hey, man, I'm, I'm really looking forward to reading your story in tomorrow's Inquirer oh. and on Philly.com about uh, Rashawn Holmes. Well, man, nobody covers this team better than you do, so happy to be here. I'm just, I'm just swimming in your wake. Yeah, well, I need to get some of those awards. <laughs> yeah, y'all, this is award-winning columnist. Make sure you pick up. Um, Newsflash, sure. every columnist is award-winning. There isn't a columnist out there who hasn't won an award for something. So uh, okay. Don't okay. worry keep, about it. Keep downplaying yourself. But the thing is, to do yourself a favor, um, around like 7, 8 o'clock tonight, or if not sooner, make sure you go to philly.com 
go to the sports, um, you know, click on tab. sports, sports tab, you know, read Mike Silsky's column. He's, he's a great writer. He's a great reporter and a great guy. So make sure you read that. And if you don't get an opportunity to do that, make sure you pick up Friday morning's Philadelphia Inquirer, and it'll be on the front of the sports section. I want to thank you, Mike, for joining me Anytime, today. Anytime, my friend. And I want to thank you all for listening um, and have a great day. And make sure you go and you read all Sixers coverage on Philly.com. Thank you. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.